Welcome to Burn News Current Affairs Podcast with Jeremy Deacon. Listen at your leisure on www.burnnews.com. I'm here with uh, Mark Pettingle, uh, who has some very interesting news as a lawyer uh, in terms of a case that he's going to bring uh, regarding same-sex marriage. Mr Pettingle, can you just explain the background, first of all, of what is going on here? Sure. I mean, first off, Jeremy, I hope we don't have to bring a case. I think, you know, it's, it's, um, it's an application uh, on behalf of a same-sex couple, uh, um, uh, Mr. Haywood and Mr. Williams, who have today filed an application, a notice of intended marriage under the Marriage Act 1944. Um, we <coughs> take the position that given the uh, provisions in the Human Rights Act, mm -hmm. um, the primacy of the Human Rights Act, which was touched on recently Absolutely. by the Chief Justice. Yes. I've held the view for a long time that uh, as a result of the law that was changed with regard to discrimination on the sexual orientation, that, um, that the provision of services, um, which is what the uh, occurs under the Marriage Act. It's mm -hmm. a service that's provided by the registrar yep. to marry people or to give them a, mar a, 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 a marriage license. And the Act is clear as a pike staff that you cannot withhold services on the basis of any form of discrimination. And um, I don't think that that is overly complicated. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's interesting timing because this was this was coming um, in any event, and of course we had the ruling last week, so I was just yeah. pleased to see it. Mm -hmm. wasn't surprised by that, um, that, uh, you know, given what the, uh, the say the law is in the rest of the, the world, particularly in the UK and particularly in Europe, and what the law says there, but more particularly with regard to what our, what our own law is. So we have, um, you know, on behalf of our clients, have obviously they're, they're the ones that are filing the, the notice of intended marriage under the Act. And we have just covered that um, with a letter to the registrar to indicate, um, you know, that this is an application by a same-sex okay. married couple and, and what uh, our view is and what the next step should be. So what, what should, uh, in your opinion, the registrar do next? Well, there's three things that, in accordance with Section 13, that he has to, to do um, by way of legal requirement. The first is to forthwith enter the particulars contained in the notice and the date of the receipt of the marriage in the notice book, mm -hmm. so he should file the notice. Yep. Um, he then, too, has to keep the notice posted in a conspicuous place in the registrar's office, so he's got to post it up. Mm -hmm. And three, within three days of the receipt of this notice um, the, the, of the marriage, he has to cause an advertisement posted in the, the Gazette. In the official Gazette. Um, those are things that we take the view that have to be done. So what happens if he takes the view they shouldn't be done or cannot be done? Because presumably, let me get this straight, if yeah. they are done, yeah. does that then open the way for them to get married? Of course it does. So th the sticking block potentially is a registrar. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, similar to what we've seen in other jurisdictions. Mm. I think you saw it in Kentucky. Right. Not that yes, of exact course, yeah. bastion of mm. liberalism, you know, <laughs> um, in the United States. It wouldn't be surprised if it was there or some other places. But I just want but to get uh, the process straight. Yeah, I mean, the, the, and the where your challenge may come. Well, it, 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 yeah, unfortunately, it falls to the registrar because right. what we're saying in the law, you have to provide this service. Yeah. And if you don't, the challenge would be to the registrar, one would anticipate you'd go to court and seek an order of mandamus, which means, you know, to make him do it. And the court right. would issue an order to say, no, you have to right. you have to do these things. Right. 
and you know, not that complicated. That's the so way, have, yeah. have you advised, you, presumably you've advised Registrar then that this, he should allow this by law? Yeah, absolutely. I think that was a fair, fair, fair way to do it. We did a covering letter right. to say, uh, basically, you notice of you know this is what this is, and this is what, in our view, you know you are you are bound to do, and setting out what the um, the Human Rights Act 1981, what the provisions are there, and you know what's required. So mm-hmm. in, in the Human Rights Act, you obviously have the issue of there, there can't be um, any discrimination yep. because of same sex. That's right. Yeah, and that uh, you have a duty to provide services under the Act, uh, Section 22, I think that is. And then there's the primacy section. This is very, very important because it's the trump card of everything else. There's a section that, quite rightly, gives the Human Rights Act primacy right. over all other acts. So if there's anything yeah. that's said contradictory to the Human Rights Act, you know, the Human Rights Act takes precedence. Trumps it. It's the best. Okay. <laughs> I thought the Marriage Act here specified that it was marriage between a man and a woman. No, it doesn't, and that's a very significant point. It does not. Okay. The Matrimonial Causes Act has, um, you know, some issues that one would try and raise, but that's a 1956 act, I think. It's so a very old act, it, yeah. it doesn't matter. And what you have in circumstances like that, if you have an older, archaic, you know, um, you know piece of, of legislation that's discriminatory or, or, or bigoted, obviously it, it's the past. And when you have modern legislation, it is designed in such a way by Parliament mm-hmm. to say... Whatever else has gone before, this trumps it. Indeed. Right? And that's, yeah. that's how this whole, in the modern thinking world, um, this law has developed. Just, just a couple of things. The, the, your clients, they're Bermudian, aren't they? Uh, one's Bermuda one's and Bermudian. one is a, a, a US citizen. Yeah. Okay, and they're both living in the US at the moment? Um, they are living in the US. And their desire is to come back to be married? Their desire is to come married. back and be here and one of them actually to be married by one of his parents who's a minister. I understand, a minister in a, a pastor. Yeah. Which church is that in? Do you know? uh, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's kind of interesting in a way that a former AG uh, government MP should be taking this action when government hasn't actually made its mind up yet. This is, if you're successful, this is a bit of a get out for government, isn't it? <laughs> Look, I, I, don't know. I, I think that, you know, my, my view has always been that things, that the law trumps everything else, mm. it trumps politics, you know, the law develops um, uh, in the way that it does, and I think that any government, you know, has to whatever its policies or whatever its you know position is has to look to the law and say well, this is what the law says and this is what the law supports and we've seen that we've seen that with regard to this government so i have no qualms whatsoever you know about that as a former ag it was you know i was the one that brought in mm-hmm. um the two words of the comma very quickly yeah in uh, in my administration and um you know, there's no conflict there at all. And my colleagues so I'm not yeah, suggesting there's a conflict. That's why, I, that's why I spoke on it the way that I did. I'm not I, suggesting I there's a conflict. one has to draw lines. And, and you know, and, and, and okay, the, you know, there's always... But it, it is a get-out clause for the government. I mean, the government right. has stalled a bit. They, as I understand yeah. it, after the, um, all, the, all the forums that were going right. to do a discussion paper, uh, and my, feeling was, my gut feeling was it would just be allowed to drift. Well, this yeah. is actually going to push push them to say, yep, okay, thank you, it's uh, a get out. The government, you know, at the end of the day, will have to go with what the law says, yeah. Sure. Why are yeah. you backing this and in particular? Why are you so interested in this case? No, I, I, I think that, you know, my whole adult life, in, in, in fact, you know, my, my whole history of my life has been about um, equal rights and justice and, um, you know, and supporting um, causes, you know, whatever they might be, where... Um, you know, people are discriminated against. I think, you know, I've done that my, my whole career and, and defended people. So it's just it's part of, you know, who I am mm-hmm. to to have a case like this. I'm very 
you know, quite frankly, very honoured and, and flattered that um, you know that I was approached to do it. Um, Presumably and, because uh, of your stance, but yeah. um, I think so. You know, I think that, that people want to have representation not just by you know a lawyer of a certain standing, but by in, in this instance, people that believe in the cause. Sure, you know, absolutely. Sometimes, sometimes as lawyers, you, you you have to defend causes you don't necessarily believe in. You have to defend a case you don't necessarily believe in. It's the nature of, of what we do professionally. But it's it's always nice to be able to defend a cause that you you know vehemently believe in. So that's what this is for me. Just going back to the registrar issue, it's a question I should have should have asked. Um, you say it's got three days to respond. Well, I didn't quite put it that, that harshly. What the Act requires. The Act requires to do it. So okay. I think we just pointed out okay. these are the requirements of the Act. And so, frankly, there's no reason that, you know, the registrar does a good job. Mm -hmm. um, he's been at it for some time. That, you know, why wouldn't he comply uh, with the Act as he's done in every other case? Um, and if he doesn't, you will take the government to court over it? Well, no, I wouldn't say the government. It would be the, the, registrar. the registrar. Yeah, would be the one that has to answer to that. Um, and and it's, you know, it's not so much of like you're suing the registrar when you get that no, personal not. thing. It's you're, you know you're, you're taking the issue. You're taking right? the issue and for clarification. Mm. And I, I won't be surprised if it, if it doesn't go that way. You know, Sorry, I wouldn't again? be surprised if it goes that way. Wouldn't be surprised. I, I, I think if, if the, the, the registrar, you know, he's not just going to say because oh, Mark Penningill said so. No, quite. I, I, he maybe he may go and get advice, and somebody may say like, well, actually, you know, we think he's right, and we think we have to go this way and save going court. I'd like to see that happen. Um, but uh, you know, who knows? Predictably, it may be that everybody would like to see it by way of a judgment. That's certainly not it, happened with the immigration issue. I was going to say, with, with, with the Chief Justice, that yeah. certainly uh, was a good good ruling in that sense. But it's good to have that. But doesn't, good to have that. doesn't that ruling affect this anyway? If the human rights is, is the trump card, I, I think surely but Michael no. Fay said, yeah. no, it doesn't affect same-sex marriage, yeah. but surely it does. Well, <laughs> Mike Hayes, a very, very good friend of mine, is also a very good lawyer, um, and I, I think that he's looking at it in that sense from you know an immigration perspective mm, on what mm, that ruling. Absolutely, is. yeah. You but know, there's other my perspectives. Own, my own view is the perspective on the Human Rights Act is that it does impact on this, and I, I, I have expressed that view. So you've got two ways of challenging then, really. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I think the most straightforward way is, is what we have here, that it's, it's, it's going to be a case of... Um, I mean, it, it, you know, the funny thing in Germany is with regard to this, the, the Marriage Act doesn't even need to be changed. It's funny. For an old act, 1944, it doesn't, there's nothing, the, the government doesn't have to come in because of a court ruling. Like, it may have to do with immigration. Yeah. It may very well have to bring about some legislative changes. Yes. This is fundamentally different. Yeah. My yeah. view on this one here is well, if it doesn't, it's, if it, does, it was always okay. If it doesn't yeah. specify between a man and a woman, there's nothing yeah, to change. That, that, the Human that, Rights Act that's the key. takes the precedence, key. doesn't matter. And, you know, and even if it did, the Human Rights Act on construction would be saying you, you, know, you have to read it this way. It's not a religious issue, it's a legal issue. Mm. You know? yeah. now this, I should say this, that, you know, it's important to understand this because in, you know, in looking at people's rights, and I certainly am fundamentally for religious freedoms, you know, and, and people, this doesn't mean that people will be able to force, you know, if they've been of the Anglican faith to go along and say to an Anglican minister, you must marry me. He'll be yes. well entitled to say, well, that's just, that's not part of our... And, and, the, and, the, and the construction there would be fair enough, you know, to, to try and make him do that. Presumably that minister would be able to cite the Human Rights Act to say, you can't force me to do yeah, it. Absolutely, or the Constitution, or, you know, yeah. entirely they'd be able to say, like, no, no. And, and so people have to understand that. It doesn't, you know, it will allow you to get married. I don't think so people you are still that bothered by <coughs> it. You find most days, these days, like, you know, um, religious belief and 
and, and faith tends to be divided, if I may. Yeah. I think some churches Absolutely. hold it, you know, that it's just, you know, that it's not right, that's against their religious doctrine. Others are along the lines of what would Jesus do and we think it's the right thing. Quite, you know, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, this keeps the, the line between church and state quite nicely as well, doesn't it? Sure it does, absolutely. Because that's yeah. a dangerous line to cross. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, I think that, you know what I've said all along is that nobody can, nobody can take issue with the government on this and it's quite right that I think that the government, to, you know, has, has taken the approach that they did. Nobody could take issue with any government saying you must or you must not. It's a question of analysis of the law and what yeah. it is. And that's all we've done here is analyse the law. Okay, thank you very much, Peter Pedigal. Thank you for tuning in to Burn News Current Affairs Podcast with Jeremy Deacon. Listen at your leisure on www.burnnews.com, your 24-7 Bermuda news source.